This podcast is brought to you by Seekers Hub. To listen to the rest of our shows, please visit seekershub.fm. You can also subscribe to our weekly email newsletter called Compass, where we'll send the best of Seekers Hub's content straight to your inbox every single week. To get on the list, visit seekershub.org slash compass. Alhamdulillah, as we welcome this great day of Eid, this great day of rejoicing, it's important to remind ourselves that there are two ways we can look at this world. If one looks at this world as just being this world, then it's a place of pain. It's a place of trouble. It's a place of distress. It's a place of misery. It's a place of ugliness. It's a place of oppression and hurt and harm and ugliness where people are crushed and downtrodden and it's ugly. And it is natural if one looks at the world in this way to consider it, to consider the world itself and life to be short, ugly and miserable. And it's not difficult to feel down and dejected. What is there to celebrate if one considers just this life. Because even the joy of this life is fleeting. And that is why so many an intelligent person feels so down. A leading novelist from my part of the world was asked whether she would ever write a happy novel because she's known for the opposite. And she seemed very surprised by the question. She said, how can one write a happy novel when the basis of the human condition is misery? Likewise, a poet from that part of the world wrote a crushingly devastating poem where he talked about not asking one to be in love in this life. Because how can one be in love with all that happens in this world? But that's just one way of looking at this world. And it's very easy for people who look just at this life to feel down and dejected. But there's another way of looking at this world. That what is this world but the creating of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is the creating of Allah. If we see the world as what it is, it is the creating of the one who is the encompassingly merciful. If we see this world as being a gift, if we see this world as being a mere step in a journey, into eternity, then things look very different. Then things look very different because one starts seeing light. One starts seeing good. One starts seeing opportunity. And one can begin to truly rejoice, but not with a heedless, fleeting rejoicing that you party and then you just have a hangover but rather a joy within one's heart that is unshakable. Why? 
Because if you view the world as it is, then you realize that every breath, every heartbeat, every opportunity is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every moment is mercy. Every moment is joy. Even the pain and the suffering, the hardship and the oppression that we see around us, that too is from the same Creator, from the same Lord of Mercy, from the same Beloved, as the joys of this life. قُلْ كُلٌّ مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ Say, it is all from Allah. And we see the hardships that we face in our own spiritual lives, the hardships we feel emotionally, the hardships we find in our life, in our relationships, the hardships around us in the world, we see all of them also as being gifts from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How? Allah Most High tells us, وَرَحْمَتِي وَسِعَتْ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ My mercy encompasses all things. My mercy encompasses all things. But where is the mercy in the pain? Where is the mercy in the suffering? Where is the mercy in the oppression? Where is the joy in hardship? Where is the contentment when there is destruction? That is where the believer sees things differently. Because we know that there is a hereafter. We know that this life is an opportunity. And where do we find the mercy? We find the mercy in the response. We find the mercy in the response. When we feel pain, we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we find oppression, we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we find difficulty and distress in our own life, we turn to Allah. When we see hurt and pain and harm and destruction around us, we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And how do we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Our Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, who is the embodiment of what it means to be human, who is the embodiment of what it means to be a true servant of God, asked the question, أَفَلَا أَكُونُ عَبْدًا شَكُورًا Should I not be a servant who is truly grateful? To paraphrase that, when we find anything in our lives, whether pleasing or displeasing, hardship or ease, joy or sadness, when we view oppression around the world or misery or good, there is one question the believer inspired by our beloved Prophet, peace and blessings upon him, would ask. The Prophet, peace and blessings upon him, said, Should I not be a truly grateful servant? The question the believer asks, in whatever they see in their own lives, and in whatever they see around our, ourselves, the question we ask is, how 
can I be a truly grateful servant? That given whatever is happening around us, how can I be a truly grateful servant? That whatever happens, what is the response of gratitude? Because that is our responsibility. So where we find oppression, we respond as a grateful servant, appreciative of our blessings, would turn through prayer, through charity, through advocacy, through gathering with others to do good. Where we find someone down and dejected, we don't just post on face, social media that there's a problem with mental health in our times and just become a social commentator. But rather, we connect with those who are hurt, who are down. We assist those we can. We support those many projects in our community, helping those dealing with whatever kind of difficulty or distress that troubles us. That is how we express our gratitude. We are pained by suffering, then we give off our time to express our gratitude for the blessings in life. And if we do, then we see all of life as an opportunity. And this is my, my reminder to myself and to you, that the question we need to ask is not, why are things the way they are? But the question to ask is, how do I respond as a truly grateful servant? How do I respond as a truly grateful servant? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that true gratitude that enables us to see the good and the bad, the joyful and the sad, the happiness and the misery, the ease and the hardship, all of it as being an opportunity from Allah. As the poet said, إِذَا رَأَيْتَ اللَّهَ فِي الْكُلِّ فَاعِلَةً رَأَيْتَ الْكَائِنَاتَ مِحَالًا وَإِذَا لَمْ تَرَى سِوَى مَظَاهِرَ فِعْلِهِ سَيَّرْتَ الْمِلَاحَ قِبَاحًا That if you see God as the actor in everything, you behold all creation as beautiful. But if all you see are the vestiges of His creating, the traces of His creating, then you turn something dazzlingly beautiful into something ugly. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that awareness, which is why in the verses that we recited in the first rak'ah, in Surah Alam Nashrah, which is a surah revealed to the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, at a time of deep loss in his life. Allah Most High tells us, Inna ma'al usri yusra, truly with difficulty comes ease. Inna ma'al usri yusra, truly with difficulty comes ease. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not say after difficulty comes ease. Just how we assume it, because we underestimate the mercy of our Lord. It is not that, okay, there is difficulty, be patient, and then there will be ease after. What a, and that is true. If that's how you want to view the world, if you want to deal with some pain, say, okay, tough it out, and ease is coming. But Allah is telling us that ease is here. Inna ma'al usri yusra, truly with difficulty comes ease. But we have to behold it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us to see the opportunity for mercy in every moment. The opportunity 
for good, the opportunity for gratitude, the opportunity to direct what we have towards eternal good, towards good for others. أَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ لِي وَلَكُمْ فَاسْتَغْفِرُهُ إِنَّهُ وَفُرُ الرَّحِيمُ الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله والله أكبر الله أكبر ولله الحمد الحمد لله This is why our beloved messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم balanced two apparently contradictory states The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم was lengthy of silence He would look down on the ground more than he looked up Peace and blessings be upon him he would be silent in reflecting upon both his and others' spiritual condition and his and others' social condition. He'd be reflecting on the good for himself and others. But yet he was always cheerful. He is described, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, كَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ sallallahu alayhi wa sallam دَائِمَ الْبِشْرِ مُتَوَاصِلَ الْأَحْزَانِ The Messenger of Allah would be constantly cheerful, yet continually sorrowful. He felt the pain of others. He experienced what it means to have sadness. But yet, with that, he was constantly content and cheerful. No one smiled more than the Messenger of Allah Because most of us smile when we see something pleasing. You see a friend, you see a baby, you see something pleasing, you found out that whatever happens in that global madness taking place right now called the World Cup, may Allah grant us some sense and sensibility to use some time wisely after Ramadan. But whatever happens, if something pleasing happens, we're happy. But that is not the happiness of the believer. The believer is happy all the time, even when there's sorrowful things. Why? Because we're not happy at the worldly. We are happy in contentment and rejoicing with our Lord. That's why the Prophet ﷺ used to be smiling even when alone. Used to be smiling even when alone. Why? And this is something I would advise myself and others to practice. And this is not the smiling of the foolish. And there's some people, as they say, "Kamin masroorin sururuhu balau." How many a happy person? Their happiness is their trouble in life. Rather, this is the happiness of someone who knows that they're drowning in blessings. The the Joy of one who sees every moment as an opportunity. The joy of the one who every moment can turn to their Lord with good and in good. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us this rejoicing. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us this contentment. Because the only contentment is the contentment of hearts. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us truly grateful for the blessings of faith, for the blessings of guidance, for the blessing of life, for the blessing of family, for the blessing of friends, for the blessing of community, for the blessing 
of all the opportunities for good that Allah Most High has presented before us. And we ask Allah Most High to enable us to ask, answer that question. How can I be a truly grateful servant? We ask Allah Most High to make us amongst His grateful servants who are promised, لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ If you are truly grateful, we will surely grant you increase. May Allah grant us and our families, our parents, our spouses, our children, our communities, and all humanity, true gratitude and true increase. وَصَلَّى اللَّهُ وَسَلَّمْ عَلَى سَيْدِنَا مُحَمَّدٍ النَّبِيِّ الشَّاكِرِ الذَّاكِرِ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ وَسَلَّمْ وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ عيد مبارك to one and all. الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله والله أكبر الله أكبر ولله الحمد بارك الله تعالى فيكم and please smile. Just in case people drowse through the khutbah. <laughs> it's not a funeral today. Please, let's celebrate. Thank you for listening to this Seekers Hub podcast. Our goal is to raise $75,000 in monthly donations to build a global Islamic seminary so that dedicated students all over the world can complete their journeys and become Islamic scholars. You can help them by becoming a monthly donor at seekershub.org slash donate.